Hey, welcome to Village Church Sermon Q&A. Pastor Michael here with you. I'm in the studio with Pastor Craig and Pastor Alex. And on May 9th, Mother's Day, 2021, we preached a sermon through Exodus 21 through 24 on justice laws. A bunch of questions came out of that message. And so, uh, Alex, here's the the question for you. Um, Why do modern social justice movements not advocate for the unborn? It's interesting because it feels like this is literally the most vulnerable people group mm-hmm. that could give them the most social collateral right. fight for animals, mm-hmm. right? But not like, right. what is going on? Yeah. So uh, interestingly enough, it's not just uh, at this point that we don't advocate for the life of the unborn. The life of the unborn has never been advocated for. Like, mm-hmm. you know, throughout human history, mm-hmm. you see these most vulnerable people uh, continuing to be uh oppressed, continuing to be killed. Uh, you know, if you look throughout the span of human history, I mean, even in ancient Israel, mm. like ancient Israelites, when they were fleeing from God, found a way to justify killing the unborn through their idolatry. Yeah. Sacrificing uh, yeah. a child yes. on a burning altar of bronze, That's exactly alive, right. being melted. I mean, it's crazy. Right. right. And, and to fe- yeah. find a way to feel like I'm doing something yeah. good. And yeah. right as I do this. And so this is not a new thing. So we're just finding another way to justify this atrocity, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, in uh, modern social justice movements, what we mm-hmm. say is um, the word justice actually, we take it to mean uh, I have the right, the freedom, the autonomy to choose to become whatever I want to become. And here's the thing a child, like, creates a lot of inconvenience yeah. Talk about for that reason. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like it is like, it's hard to become whatever you want to become yeah. when when a child is born. And you now you have to give your life to caring for this child and helping them develop as a human being, right? Mm-hmm. And, and so what we do is we take that word justice and, and, and we see that child as an impediment. And we mm-hmm. say, well, because I can't become whatever I want to become, now, uh, or, or, or because uh, just people in general can't become whatever they want to become when a child exists. Well, now I guess we can find a way to make sure that that child doesn't come about. Mm. We can find a way to even kill that child in the womb mm. to make sure that, uh, you know, they don't arrive and create that impediment. And, and then we find a way to call it justice, mm. to actually feel like we're doing something mm. right. Because you're supporting... Um, a woman's freedom to be who she wants to right. be, have autonomy of her own body. That's exactly the child is right. an impediment. So therefore, it's interesting because it's like just which justice is a higher value? Mm. The woman who is who's you can see who, who wants to, to become and, yeah right, yeah, right. or a, a something you can't see you've never met you never met you maybe yeah. not you don't have a name for that yep. child yet right yeah yeah it's interesting because it's a lot easier to shoot an animal that you don't know than it is to harm your dog. That's exactly right. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. So there's a principle here though, which is familiarity mm. with someone or something yeah. um, makes it very, very hard for us to do any kind of measurable harm, but a lack mm. of familiarity allows us to do harm like and not feel create all the of this weight. freedom right. for us to do yeah, whatever Absolutely. we want to do. Right. It's a, it's a very challenging thing. So this is one yeah. reason why they, uh, they did the 4d, uh, mammograms. Yeah. Isn't mm-hmm. the mammogram? No, that's not no, a mammogram. That's what I no. <laughs> Ultrasound. Ultrasound. <laughs> Ultrasound. <laughs> that's the word we're looking for. <laughs> is that forever on tape? For, forever. Carry on. <laughs> Keep going. I, I wanted to stay. <laughs> You got three middle-aged guys talking about this. Women's health. Right. Yeah, that's right. Right. Yeah. We're qualified. 
show. Well, thankfully, thankfully we're qualified point. to talk about scripture and its, its <laughs> values. And the ultrasound. The yes. ultrasound. When they did that 4D ultrasound, they found that uh, it gave a face an image mm. for the mom to see, and they found mm. that it decreased the likelihood of abortions at that point. Yeah, yeah technology has changed the game. I mean, mm. now, now what you can see and what we know, and, and when Roe v, Roe v. Wade was passed, there was a whole bunch of things we did not know about the inner workings of a baby in the womb, right. and science has definitely showed us yeah, kind right. of the weight in the reality of what's really, really happening. It almost feels like um, the leaders of the social justice movement dug in a little bit too deep mm. before the science kind of unfolded. Right. And they made a, an early on decision, which is the justice or the freedom and autonomy of a, of a woman is of higher value than a baby. And so therefore this must win at all costs. It's right. an interesting at all costs scenario. Right. You know, yeah. that's a, that's a striking. So let me ask yeah. you, do you think that, uh, do you think that it benefits the abortion industry to give as little information as possible? Always. Absolutely. And to change vocabulary from human to embryo or zygote. I mean, even fetus. the yep. fetus, the scientific vocabulary, it, it is effective at numbing our hearts to mm. the weight and reality of what's there. Mm. And a numb heart, I mean, I speak for us and everyone, right? A numb heart is capable of anything. Mm. Doing. When yeah. you don't feel, right, then you're capable of doing great harm. And if, mm. and if your mind, I mean, I, I think about like a woman who is convinced that this is good and moral and just and, and that there is no correlation to the dignity and humanity of this child. Like mm. they, they have been tricked and a lot mm. of people have been tricked um, mm. into, yeah, I mean, believing that this is not what it truly so is. So it's interesting. If we could redirect the conversation, I just heard a podcast this morning that that was very compelling, but uh, one of the baseline premises for the podcast was um, it was talking about police reform mm. and reforming the police department. And they said that if our communities got to know one another, mm. if they got to know each other, they maybe there would be less theft yeah. there would be less mm. abuse of because if you've got a neighbor that you love living on one side of you and somebody you don't even know on the other and you you feel like you want to steal something the likelihood of going to the neighbor that you know yeah, is totally. much smaller right and when you don't know them. The, to the other yeah. one so it's interesting yeah. the same principle that social justice is looking for to solve other issues namely getting getting equal law applied in mm. all circumstances which it is not mm. but the, the solution to doing that, one of the major solutions is let's get together and get to know our communities so that we get to know one another and we abuse each other less. Mm -hmm. If we applied that principle to this abortion mm -hmm. issue, right. it's interesting. I wonder if it would decrease the, the, the viability yep. of, that, of that baby. I wonder get if to know this child get to know more, her, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I wonder if that it's the same principle, but I'd love to see it applied in yeah. every instance where people are vulnerable, yeah. not just in when you, you know, when you live in your community and you're yeah. trying to reform the authority of a police department, yeah. but if you applied it in every circumstance, yep. uh, I think it would change yeah. the abortion industry yep. huge. And, and people are most passionate about justice issues that hit them personally and relationally. Mm. And what's been so hard about the just abortion discussion is that you can't, until recently, the well, even now, the most you can get to know them is through a screen, right? You know, and so right. they're still like. It, but that has been really helpful, even just that ability to see the 40 ultrasounds yeah. has changed how right. women view yeah. um, this issue. But I think that's really spot on. And it'd be, it'd be wonderful if there was some kind of ability to engage this in a way that you could engage a police officer. So our police officer friends, 
um, they are part of their their uh, department's policies is they're just present in the community yeah. in safe times yeah. and normal times. They're yeah. around and they're out and they're engaging people. And it's it's an awesome um, way because it humanizes somebody. It's easy to yes, yell at somebody right, in the face. Yeah. If you abuse somebody uniform. if you don't know them. Totally. And so it's, it's also interesting that less less women will get a late-term abortion. Mm -hmm. They get, you know, the morning yeah. after. Because the, the early. as that goes along, you make a decision about a name. Right. You ha maybe have a gender reveal party. You feel the baby right? moving yeah. in you. Right. It's much yes. more difficult to make a big life decision like that yep. when you become familiar with the vulnerable yep. group yep. of people. Yep. I, I think what's important to note is that is as we as i've engaged people on like just women who are considering abortion there are a couple things that are important there's desperation mm. there's cultural permission mm -hmm. uh, there's cultural advocation um and it's very interesting because all of these forces are going against kind of the nature of motherhood you know what i mean that god has infused and it's a it's a huge battle and debate and um so it, it is uh, striking to me that the social justice movement hasn't really tapped into this i just i think um, there's, it is literally the epitome of everything that the culture stands for, which is advocating for the vulnerable and the least. Mm. And so it's striking to me that this is, this so, is missing, but so uh, one more thing on that. Mm -hmm. We never, I don't know if we mentioned the Bible here or not yet in this conversation. And so, uh, <laughs> it is interesting that where this came up in our discussion mm -hmm. is when we were talking about God's protection of the yep. vulnerable yep, yep, yep. and he includes the unborn in there. This is right. where we get tooth for tooth, eye for eye. Right. It actually starts with life for life. Yes. So if you hit a woman so mm -hmm. that the baby is killed, yeah. you die yep. because God sees this right. infant this baby being developed in the womb as a life. Yep. And so this is where the discussion started for us. Right. Yeah, and, and that is to inform their view of humanity all throughout, I mean, history. Yeah. And it's that's what made the sacrifices to foreign gods so evil, right. is that God has already established by law the humanity and dignity right. of even the unborn, yeah. let alone the atrocity of having born babies. Yeah, right. Sacrificed to false exactly gods. Right. And what did they want? Fertility. They wanted mm -hmm. uh, rain. rain. They right. wanted better crops. Yep. And so they had this value system. When you have two good things, one always seems to win at the sacrifice of another. But in God's economy, in God's world of justice, everybody wins and nobody loses. That's exactly mm -hmm. right. But in the social justice movement, somebody's always winning at the cost of You have to lift up somebody else to, to decrease somebody else. Yeah. And, and that's why I think like what we advocated for in our message was biblical justice, which rises above. It, it, it goes after the injustices identified by the social justice movement but not at the cost of anybody else and not at the exclusion of anybody else. Mm -hmm. And that's what's so beautiful about it. raises think, the justice. dignity of every group. Every person. Exactly every, right. Amen. Amen. Yeah. All right. Well, I want to thank you for joining us in the sermon Q&A. These are heated issues, and we hope this helps you think biblically. Thank you, Craig, for getting us back to the whole reason we talked about this, which was because we were preaching through Exodus. <laughs> I was just uh, trying to redeem my yes. former mistake. Yeah, you can go to Exodus 22, 22 to 24, and that's which where I'm that section there. on the unborn uh, is going to be there. So thank you for joining us, and we got more sermon Q&As coming up for you. See you soon. Thank you.